guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Josh.、Um, this is going to be a continuation of the last podcast, which was called Think About Thinking About Thinking. And so, my friend here, Justin,、um, we were chatting and just talking about how we think and things that we're learning. And so, hopefully, you get to reflect on how you think too. And so, enjoy the next part of this podcast. <laughs> I have lightsabers. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, I、cool. saw on your Instagram post. Yeah. Oh、um, my gosh.、That's... I got one from.、Um, have you heard of Saberforge? Yes. Yeah, I, I ordered one from Saberforge from Oregon. And、um, like some wonky stuff happened with the shipping process, and it took、oh. like three months to get to me. Oh. And,、um, when I finally got it, I, I thought it would come in one piece, right? Yeah. It comes in two pieces. You have to put it together. Okay.、Um, it didn't come with instructions. So I just like have it. And it's in two pieces. I have the hilt, which is awesome. And I have the,、yeah. like, the blade. It's really cool, too. Yeah. Does it、uh, light up and everything? It lights up. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the hilt has like、yeah. a blue flashlight. It's really cool. That's awesome.、Um, I just got to figure out how to put the thing together. <laughs> I also have the Disneyland one. Oh, you、yeah. actually got one from Disneyland? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna say it's, it's, it's yeah. ugly. Yeah,、um, an experience. Like, I've only it, done it through YouTube, but that、oh, must、yeah. have been so crazy. The experience is super cool, very, like, very high quality.、Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely pay, like, I think, the, I think the whole thing's like 200 bucks or something. 220, I think, like that. Think. Okay, yeah, like, it's tax and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, like, the experience is super cool because it's Disneyland, like, they, it's really、yeah. hard to mess up. You did such a good job. Yeah, yeah. And there's um there's three different like lightsaber types, or four, three, four. Yeah. There's like a nature one, which is made of wood. Don't buy it. It looks like a McDonald's toy. <laughs>、um, like, legitimately, it just looks really, really bad. Like, it's not worth it. Oh, man. The other three, which is like the Sith version, like an older public version. Okay. And, like, um like a like a Sentinel version. Ooh. Silver and gold, which I think、yes. is really cool.、And、that's the one that I got. Nice. Yeah, with the green blade. That's cool. Oh, we gotta get like, we gotta compare lightsaber stories too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I didn't、yeah. know that you had one too. Yeah, I just yeah. like, I was so obsessed with it for a little bit and I did not want to go to Disneyland to go crazy.、Um, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully one day I will because I think that's just for the experience and,、yeah. you know, going back to learning styles, I'm like, well, you get to touch it and feel it and hear it and like just、mm-hmm. the whole experience makes it so amazing. But、mm-hmm. yeah, there was,、um, what was it over Christmas?、Um, they had like discounts and stuff from Ultra Sabers. So that's、Ooh. where I got mine from. Wow. Yeah. So、that's、I got my brother one for Christmas. And then I actually got two. So. From, from Ultra Sabers? From Ultra Sabers. Yep. It did take a while to come because I think, you know, with the Star Wars movie and stuff, there was、yeah. like back order. But they're beautiful. I just, I yeah, love Ultra them. Ultra Sabers, they put out some quality sabers. Yeah. And I got the,、um, the was it the blade? Um, mm-hmm. I got the highest quality blade, so、Ooh. you can actually like spar with it. That's pretty dope. <laughs> yep. I wanted something I can like use and not just display and like be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to break it. I'm going to be like fearful all the time. So I'm like, okay. And I, I like researched it and saw videos of people actually like fighting with it. And I was like, oh, that wanna, is yeah, awesome. Like, there's,、um, I, used to do, I used to do historical fencing. Ooh. And,、uh, my, like, which is like,、um, 
lightsaber sized swords like there's the olympic fencing which is like the yeah. foils and stuff yeah and he's fencing, but swords are bigger we often use long swords yeah um, and every four months the gym has something called fight day where people just they just show up with their um with their swords and their boxing gloves and uh-huh. then we just fight that's <laughs> we just awesome fight. yeah i've seen those videos too oh nice i didn't know you did that lightsabers People would bring their ultra. Their oh, bring their lightsabers to come and actually spar. Yeah, yeah and actually spar with them. It was really so cool. cool. Yeah, I remember um, my first day. I was like, "Hey, coach, who's because li-? there's just lightsabers in the gym." Uh huh. I, like, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, coach, what do you do with those lightsabers?" And he looked at me and he looked at the saber. He's like, "I don't know. They're not even mine." And I was <laughs> like, okay. "And it remained a mystery until my first fight day when I walked in and then there was just like a freaking like duel of the fates going on." Nice. It was really cool. I hear, yeah, I hear that's very popular nowadays too. So I'm glad they still do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like HEMA. It's called the like the, the official term is HEMA, Historical European Martial Arts. Okay. Kind of I think I've seen that where they actually use swords, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think um, I saw my training sword right here. Ooh. Yeah. This is just made of like hard plastic. Wow. Yeah, yeah this is like so what they train with. Yeah. And have a metal one too, but I don't want to bust that out. So you um, don't do that anymore? Like that's something you used to do? Yeah, I did it. Um, I haven't done it for a year um, because it was expensive and I didn't have enough mm. time for it. Um, but I did pick up um, Wing Chun and um, I just recently started doing wrestling. So, oh. Like I haven't completely abandoned martial arts. I just stopped with that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like based yeah. on time. and. Huh? Oh, that's cool. Uh, like yeah. based on availability and how much time you yeah, got. Yeah, because the gym was in Redwood City. Okay. And, um, like, HEMA's expensive because you got to buy the sword, you have to buy your own gear, and like getting into it will cost you like, like, twelve, like a thousand dollars minimum. Mm. Because you have to get a membership for the gym. You right. Have to buy your jacket, your helmet, equipment your gloves, and stuff. All your equipment, yeah. So. Which just can be pricey. Yeah, I only know about fencing and was interested in it because one of our high school kids is in fencing. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things I like to do is, you know, what the kids are interested in, what they do. Um, mm-hmm. I like to, like, know about it, too, you know? Yeah. So then th- we have conversations about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since we're talking about, like, philosophy and stuff, too, like, things come up and you start to, like, really see there's something t- deeper than just, like, oh, yeah, I just like to, like, do this, you know? Mm-hmm. This is really cool. Yeah. And so fascinating to me too yeah i also have that curiosity kind of um dude there's so much out there to um to like look into and learn about Mm -hmm. and just um i don't know there's just a lot there's a lot of stuff there's a lot Mm -hmm. of cool stuff that human beings can do yep yep and i always hear like kind of weird things um where you wouldn't even think about it because you're not involved in it and then you hear about it, you're like, whoa, there's so many things that go into that specific thing, you know? Yeah. And it's like, wow. Yeah. And then you understand why a person may like act a certain way or, mm-hmm. you know, certain values that they learn from doing those things. And you're like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the most complex or difficult question that you found yourself asking when it comes to your faith and belief? Dude. That was such a good one. Okay. I had to think about different ones, mm-hmm. um, which makes it complex because I think there's always different pieces 
to mm. things that are complex. Um, but I think the the one that I was um, the most complex to me is when people ask me if I would be a Christian if I weren't born into a Christian family. Mm-hmm. That one's always kind of like one of those like you know if this didn't happen, would you do this kind of cause and effect kind of thing? And it's hard to answer that for me because one, I can never go back in time Mm -hmm. and play it out. Right. If I was in like a non-Christian family. And then there's always that, um, that question between um, is it nurture? Is it nature kind of thing? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's always a very complex question for me. Um, But I find myself asking that because is that the basis for my faith and belief? Like, is it because I was in that environment growing up so that one day, even though I did have to accept Christ as my personal savior, like it wasn't just something that my parents believed, but there was a time when I had to decide on my own to say, this is something that I believe in or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I feel a little more confident actually in my faith and my belief because I had that moment um, where I had to choose on my own. And yeah. so I think when people ask me, like, you know, would you, um, now I can more confidently, I wouldn't say 100%, um, but mm-hmm. more confidently say, like, yeah, I think I would, yeah. because I think my personality and kind of who I am and things that God kind of just, you know, place in, I think God calls everybody, right? Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, how you hear and if your heart is open to it. And um, I think if my, parents weren't christians and if i didn't grow up in that environment Mm -hmm. i think eventually because god is just so good you know he'll call each Mm -hmm. of us eventually i'll hear about it and i think when i hear about it i think with my personality too as i'm also curious kind of like you i think eventually i would question enough and to to kind of go enough to to say oh you know maybe this is something that um i would want to believe in so I think the process mm-hmm. might take longer. You know, I was a young kid when I accepted mm-hmm. Christ. So I think if mm-hmm. I was born to a family that wasn't Christian, I think it would just take longer. But I think yeah. eventually I would come to the same faith that I have, um, knowing that it, it is my choice. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is a big thing. Yeah. I, I um, It's complicated. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, like for you too, right? I mean, I, this is a good question for you is, you know, since you kind of grew up in, you know, with these values and your your family and your grandpa and, you know, all that stuff, like, you know, how did you overcome that too? Like that yeah. it became something that was personal to you. And I guess the same question to you, like if you weren't born into a family that was Christian and, you know, had these um, family members that were in the mm-hmm. church, like, do you think you would still be a Christian? No. No, I don't think so. Um, and I, 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 I think I said that super confidently, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's not like, it's actually like, yeah, no, uh, I don't think so because I wouldn't like, mm. I wouldn't have motivation to like, I would see no need to go to church or anything like that because if my family wasn't Christian, then I wouldn't have had like, yeah, I really wouldn't have any reason to go to church and I wouldn't have any reason to like believe in it and stuff like that. But I think um, that being said, mm-hmm. if, if I didn't, so if I didn't 
end up studying philosophy, I wouldn't I even like it's philosophy that is making me more Christian. Does that oh. make sense? So if even if my even if I can't credit like my family with with this, because I do think like if I if I wasn't born into it, I wouldn't be. Um, if I somehow, if this other version of me somehow stumbled into philosophy and started mm-hmm. studying it, I think he would end up being, um, if not Christian, then definitely like believing in God mm. um, and believing in the truth, the moral truths that follow from God. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. One more time. I think you kind of broke up a little bit. Oh, so saying that aware? you, you, if. You weren't born in a Christian family, you wouldn't be Christian. But you're saying like if you went into philosophy, that you yeah, would eventually. So like, yeah. If I went into if this version of me that didn't grow up in a Christian family but still ended up going to like into philosophy, I think mm-hmm. he would end up believing in God and being a Christian. So. Wow. Yeah. So okay. like I do I do credit like uh, studying philosophy. Sorry, I dropped something. Oh, that's um, I do credit studying philosophy as the thing that is making me like more into my faith. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, I, that's like I think that's kind of ironic because um, a lot of like a lot of people like warn against studying philosophy because they think mm-hmm. it like messes with faith and stuff like that. But yeah, it just made things stronger. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Wow. I, I want everybody to know that because I think that's <laughs> something I hear a lot of too. Uh-huh. And that was actually very scary for me too. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if we were to go on with this question again, another difficult question would be like, um, you know, how do you know that what you believe in is real? Mm-hmm. Right. That one's always tough. And I think the only way to really know that it's true is to put it through the ringer, right. To scrutinize mm-hmm. it, to put it through fire and see if it really still stands. And that's why I really, you know, a firm believer of like truth will prevail. Mm-hmm. Because if you really got down to the nitty gritty, like at the end of the day, like it is what it is. And, yeah. you know, all truth is God's truth. And eventually people have to see God because he is the only one who exists. Like we exist because of him mm-hmm. in that sense. So it's like at the end of the day, like if everything fails, like if the whole coronavirus like takes out the whole world and this world is destroyed and whatever it is, like what is left yeah. is going to be whatever is there or whatever is true and whatever is. And if that's what our definition of is real, then mm-hmm. I really believe that God is the only one who can still stand at the end, yeah. which is why judgment is so real, like judgment day at mm-hmm. the end, because um, everyone's going to have to face God. Yeah. yeah (laughs) and and so i'm not worried you know in a sense where you know people are like yeah like that's gonna like mess you up or you got to be careful of how you think i'm like well if you're really seeking your heart of truth and really open to it um i really believe that god's gonna lead you through it yeah i think these philosophers i mean you know the way that they think i you know read some of them before too and Mm -hmm. um just interesting how they think um but they're seeking too you know like they're also kind of struggling with you know what is real and what is not and how to define things and um it's just yeah i mean they're on their journey too and Mm -hmm. so it's great that they get to have these thoughts out there and you know famous quotes and you know, we get to read about them. Um, it's just so helpful because 
they've already kind of done the work for us. Yeah. You know, in a sense, yeah. they've really thought through all these difficult things. And um, these are things that we think about, even if we don't study philosophy. And that's yeah. kind of the crazy thing. You, we're yeah. philosophical beings. Huh? We're philosophical beings, like yeah. thinking yeah, about we're yeah. rational animals. That's like that's what that's what makes us special. Exactly. Us, yeah. Yep. So yeah, I want people to know, like, go and seek, like, search out. You know, um, find out. And one of the things I'm learning right now is in my doctor program, they actually mm -hmm. challenge us. Um, I was actually surprised about this because you would mm -hmm. think oh yeah, you know, Bible college pastors, like you guys got to read the Bible more and you should like do the theology studies and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. the other side of it is they're encouraging us to read books that are non-Christian, mm -hmm. read philosophies and um, ideas that are not biblical. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And so that was really interesting. And they're, they're saying like, you know, in your doctorate level work, that's mm -hmm. where the critical thinking comes in. Because if you know, what the argument is, then you can form your own idea of what that is or what it should be. Though, mm -hmm. so, you know, God has his truths, right? But mm -hmm. we have to internalize it and it has to become our truth as well. Mm -hmm. And so that was very interesting. And that's why I'm so much more open to, you know, just philosophy. And, and you know, at the end of the day, it's not so much about, I might get in trouble for saying this, it's not so much of right or wrong. Mm -hmm. I think the important thing is, is the journey of seeking yeah. through what is good and what is true. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I would, yeah, I would agree because I think we are not going to know everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of the stuff that we end up believing in is probably, it might be wrong. Um, so I think it's more important, like you said, I think it is more important to go through life examining and scrutinizing and, um, and analyzing. Yeah. Um, with the intent of finding out, right? With the intent of finding out and the yeah. intent of exercising that, that, um, that ability. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think you need to be ready to not know everything. And I think you need to be ready to be wrong. And I think you need to be ready to know when you might not be right. Mm -hmm. um, like, of course, like ideally we all want to have, we all want to know the difference between right and wrong. We want to know what is right and what is wrong, but we're not always going to know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and that's where discernment comes in too. Yeah. 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 Cause the only way to know what's right or wrong is not really from us actually. It's mm -hmm. from God. Yeah. It's like a revelation. revelation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I was talking to um, to one of my friends about this. He's he's Jewish, so mm -hmm. um, different different faith, but a lot of overlap in terms of like right. in terms of uh, philosophy and stuff like that. At least mm -hmm. on a personal level, um, I've been I've been skeptical of this whole um, the the truth. It's not that I don't believe in revelation. I just mm -hmm. I just don't know how to argue for it at this point. And I haven't found like from like the on on paper, right? Mm -hmm. I haven't found like an argument that I like for it yet. And he he's really into it. He's he's really mm -hmm. into it. he's he's like I don't know. I'm in a weird place with it. But I I do mm -hmm. I do agree with him in that um, a lot of truths probably all truth. 
has to come from, well, not all, yeah, a lot of truth has to come from revelation, especially when it comes to God and stuff like that. Mm. I just don't like talking about it because I don't know how to like, I don't know how to structure that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And revelation, not, not so much of like the Bible book, right? But revelation yeah, 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 in yeah. a sense of the verb, right? Like things that are revealed like, to you. When God like shows you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. That's crazy because I was just talking to some high schoolers today because <laughs> um, someone was posting something and, you know, I took that opportunity to ask the question of, you know, where do you think, you know, what do you think is going to happen to you when you die? Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> yeah, I and mean, he was like, you know, I think I'm going to have a new life. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to move on to something else. And, you know, um, what was I say after that? Yeah. And he was saying, and I was sharing mine, right. You know, mm-hmm. that I believe. Um, that after I die, like I'm going to be with God forever. And, mm-hmm. um, but the reason why we're separated is because of sin. And so he was saying like, oh, you know, that's why I don't believe in God because I can't see him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, you know, that's interesting because in the Bible, there are a lot of people who saw Jesus himself, saw miracles mm-hmm. and saw God work and, but still their hearts were hard. So yeah. they couldn't believe that he was the son of God. Um, mm-hmm. And of course it's, you know, still my belief in, um, not sure those listening like where you're at with this um mm-hmm. but i think it's important because jesus was telling them like you know what if your heart isn't open then it doesn't matter what i do you're not going to believe me and yeah. this is like right before he went um to to die on the cross for the whole world mm-hmm. right and these jewish leaders were telling him like you know hey are you the messiah and jesus answered you know what even if i told you i was you wouldn't believe me yeah and I was just like, oh, I was like, that's so profound, you know? And I told, I was sharing with this kid too. It's like, you know, open your heart, you know, that you can see through nature. You can see through um, how you feel about certain mm-hmm. things. Like, you know, God puts that, that curiosity in our hearts, that wonder to know, like, who am I? Where do I belong? Where do I go after the unknown? Like, there's so many things. Mm-hmm. And so just to like challenge him, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah you know, just think about it. <laughs> think about what you're thinking about. And um, it's just so important to um, to know that, yeah, at the end of the day, if you don't have an open heart and open mind, um, it doesn't matter what happens. You're, you're not going to be open to it. Yeah. It'll be rough. It's going to be hard. Yeah. So, yeah, being things that reveal to you, if you're open to God revealing things, then he's going to reveal more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my point. And then if you're closed off and you say, how come I don't see anything? Well, because it's happening around you, but you don't yeah. want to see it. So that's, that could be a philosophy thing too. Yeah. But that's cool. Well, thank you for your time. And um, yeah, maybe we'll do another session. Like I'd love to like talk more about different things and that's the fun part. We can go on so yeah. many tangents yeah um, but yeah. it's important for people to to hear too because maybe people are thinking about this um christians are maybe being challenged to think outside of the box because you yeah. know i think it's so much more powerful for someone to ask a christian like oh why do you believe what you believe in mm-hmm. and then they just say well i've been going to church for so long yeah. and this is what i know and then they're like well do you know about this do you know about that and then they mm-hmm. say mm, not really it just one makes it sound stupid um which yeah it's it's just it doesn't help with you know showing people that we actually care enough to know what they think too 
Mm -hmm. um, but we have come to our conclusion through our own revelation and how that works mm -hmm. and then help people through the way that they think too. And so that's, that's so huge. And I think yeah. we're in a place where, you know, in this world where we have technology like this and podcasts, and that's mm -hmm. kind of my main thing. Like, you know, let's challenge people to really think about what they're thinking about. Yeah. And yeah. And it I think, reveals the relationship with God. Yeah. And I think like, um, like, I don't know, I think now more than now, especially like in the 21st century in 2020, mm -hmm. I think Christians really need to be equipped with those skills. Exactly. Um, to be able to just like answer point blank why, why they believe and to not only to like answer, but also um, to be able to defend. Yeah. Because yep. like, yeah, for a lot of young people, once they get into, once they go to university, um, they're going to be challenged a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's like, yeah, it's going to rock, it's going to rock some people's world. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you go into like, um, if you like anthropology or philosophy or, or um, a lot of fields or just like even hanging out on campus, people are going to challenge you. People are yeah. Like, they look at you weird when you, when you say that you're Christian. And like, yeah, exactly. Being able everyday to, conversation. Huh? Yeah, everyday yeah, conversation yeah, too. Yeah, everyday conversation. Like it's happened to me, um, it's happened to me a few times. Um, but yeah, being able to defend it, important, important stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And yeah, you're yeah. such a good example too, because kind of just even how you answered that last complex question about, yeah, you wouldn't be a Christian, but just because through thinking about philosophy, it just kind of leads you back. That's that's mm -hmm. powerful. I think that's really cool. And so I think we all need to do that mm -hmm. and to think critically about who we are and what we believe in. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for your time. No Until next time. Mm -hmm.